right, everybody. Welcome back to the Review Preview Podcast. My name is Sean Clark, and uh, today we got another special guest, and his name is Garrett Camp. What's up, Garrett? Uh, not much, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you a little intimidated to be on a podcast? It's the first time in my life. The first so. time in your life? No, I... You're doing it, man. We're 35 seconds into it, and already you're rocking it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, um, dude, it's good to have you here. It Thank really you. is. I'm excited to have you here. And and we got to hang out for like the last 30, 45 minutes to talk a little bit about your life. And we talked about uh, you teaching equipping hour. And, uh, and so now you're on a podcast. And this is the first time you've ever been on one, huh? Yes. Very good. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I don't listen to podcasts. Uh-huh. So when you asked me to show up for a podcast, I actually had to figure out like, okay, what are these podcasts about? So <laughs> I, I listened to one that we had. Yeah. Uh, and I think, okay, I guess I can do this. You can show. do that. No. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you're willing to, to join in on the whole review preview. I, I tell you what, you asked me how many people listen to this. I think maybe seven. Okay. (laughs) I don't like. I don't know. Um, So it's not like this is going to go viral or anything like this. So hello to all you seven out there. I know, right? Yeah. So, um, well, man, it's uh, it's good to have you here. We uh, like I said, uh, the the design of the podcast is to kind of review and preview, right? So review what we did this last week, and and actually want to I want to go way back in time, maybe a month or so ago. And uh, because I asked you to be one of our teachers at Equipping Hour here at FCC, and uh, and you uh, gratefully and you know agreed to that uh, because I think you are passionate about a topic, and so you talked about eternal rewards and discipleship. So talk to me just a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been teaching our people at FCC. Sure. So first of all, I was I was uh, very thankful that you asked me about that opportunity to teach at Equipping Hour because, yeah, I'm, I'm very passionate about um, helping people get closer to God and, and make disciples. And one of the things that making disciples is all about is to teach people to obey all that Christ commanded. Yeah. And Christ commanded us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Yeah. He said, do not lay up for yourself treasure on earth, but lay up for yourself treasure in heaven. So it's a topic that I've thought about for a long time and um, wrestled with because it sounds so selfish and it sounds like the opposite of what a lot of other teachings of Christ, what he came to do, like daily deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. Yeah. That's, that does not sound selfish and yeah. uh, love God first and then love others as yourself. That's, you know, accepting our sinful nature that we we already love ourselves that's natural nobody needs to be taught how to do that yeah but to be taught how to love god and how to love others that's really hard so um so yeah i was thankful for being able to teach on this topic yeah um there is no better crowd to teach to i would say than the people that show up at equipping hour at fcc right yeah they're Um, they're there i mean because you know that's a time slot too that people don't like they don't have to come to it right i mean i think the normal the normal churchgoer would say well i should attend you know a worship gathering right but the equipping hour is like it's almost supplemental but for those that are there they're there to learn. Right? Yeah, I, I I really value the equipping hour. It's um, where we typically dive deeper into a particular topic. Like we talked about faith and feelings. Yeah, um, it's hugely important to understand how how those two relate. So, 
the, the name Equipping Hour is well chosen because we are being equipped there to basically take the general principles that we learn in the main uh, sermons mm-hmm. where you go through, say, uh, the Bible or the book of the Bible, but then how do we really apply this to our lives and how do we really grow in our faith? So, And all of that was part of the um, Equipping Hour on Eternal Rewards. And yeah. At the, the second to last lesson, I, I put out like, okay, if anybody has any questions, this is my email address, please let me know. Yeah. And I did not get a single one. <laughs> so I, I think it's either people were just sleeping through it, but... <laughs> no, man. Not, not when I looked at the people. Yeah, they, yeah, they were no, not sleeping. they're taking it in. Or they just you know, looked at the scriptures and see if this was so. Because typically when you talk about eternal rewards, you get, you get quite a bit of pushback. Right, yeah. People, people think that this cannot be... Because, you know, we have such a strong emphasis in the Christian faith today about that we are saved by faith, by grace through faith, yeah. not of works. Yeah. So works has almost become a dirty word. Yeah, right. And, and, yeah. and, and that's not right. Um, because we are created for good works, which God prepared beforehand. Yeah, God prepared for us. beforehand. So we, we better walk in them. We, yeah, or we, can, we can walk in them. No. And, and if we do, then there's... There should be reward with that because well done. Yes, and and God God is not mocked, and He will uh, pay back according to what we have done. Yeah. He is a righteous God, and if somebody works, it's righteous to reward that. Like yeah. we 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 wouldn't expect anybody here on earth to work for us and not give anything in return. That doesn't. Yeah. That's that's wrong. Yeah. We all know that instinctively is wrong, and so God God is not unjust in that sense to forgive to forget the works that we are doing for him so yeah um but on the other hand we have to realize that we don't we don't do these works in our own strength right and there's still no reason for us to boast in them and and to get all prideful about it because it's god who works in us yeah through us to to do to even provide the motivation for it right and then the power to do it without christ we can do nothing so to him still is all the glory Right. But I do think he he put he promised us these things to give us an extra motivation to wholeheartedly serve him. So I find, for example, if you look in the Old Testament, there's, there's Nehemiah, who came from the most luxury position in the whole world, mm. uh, cupbearer to the king. Yeah. And he went to Jerusalem and had to motivate a whole group of people that were not all that um, motivated, motivated yeah. to really serve the Lord. To rebuild the walls and a couple of times he had to rebuke them and, and get them back on course so it was really hard and a number of times he says remember me lord for what i have done so he had an eternal perspective of, wow, of yeah. his kind of yeah. work what for the lord we're going for yeah yeah so it's so it's a clearly you can tell it's a topic i'm passionate yeah. about and and i love teaching it i was very thankful for it and uh, well uh, i'll tell you what like and i'll say this to whoever's listening is like um I was so personally blessed and I told you that privately and I'll say it here again. It's just like to be able to sit under teaching ministry. It's weird. Um, one of the weird aspects of being uh, a pastor is, is you're the one typically teaching, right? So a lot of times I don't get to sit under teaching. And so, so from a personal standpoint, I was so blessed by, um, by you. So thank you for that. And, uh, and then also um, I just so thoroughly encouraged that, you had a great amount of of competency and confidence as you came into this. And it was based off of your study of the scriptures. So this was original study. A lot of stuff that I've done has been based off of what other people have learned. And I just kind of am the channel to communicate that. And uh, so this was just so 
it was so rich and it was five sessions long. And, um, like I, I reviewed it all again this morning just because I was blessed by it. And so I'm really grateful and I'm just so thankful that, you know, there's a, you know, there's double the amount of people, you know, that came out. I think we averaged like between 60 and 70 coming out. So that's been good. And I know that you personally invited a number of people out. And, um, so that's, that, that's all part of disciple making. So Garrett, so good job with that. And I'm just, I'm so grateful to be able to serve alongside you in that type of ministry. So that was awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then we also, you know, Sunday morning, uh, we, I called it the snow service. I had no idea like who was going to be here because they were forecasting crazy amounts of snow. And so we're in a series in James, but, um, we just talked about in James chapter three, verses one through 12 about the power that our words have for good. And then I was going to follow that up with the power that our words have for potential bad. And then I was like, but I didn't want to like, um, in no way like waste a sermon, but I was like, I don't know how many people are going to be here because people might be deterred by the snow. So we, we did like a last minute switcheroo and we didn't talk about James. We just talked about how the church is in a position, uh, to be the best, um, institution that God has given to the world to care for the souls of people. And so it's kind of like a one-off message, but hopefully, um, not just motivational or inspirational because I think that could be there, but like theological is like now we understand that the church is the body of Christ, the gift given to the world, the tangible expression of who he is. Well, who better else equipped to care for the needs of people than Jesus? I mean, so the church is vitally important is what we try to talk about. Yeah, I, I would not, you, you said it's not uh, inspirational or yeah. um it's foundational. Yeah. Okay. What you, good. Yeah. What you were teaching on yeah, Sunday. Exactly. That's what it's I, yeah. Foundational. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we unless we understand that when the Bible talks about the Christian church, the church being the body of Christ, and we Christians being His hand and feet, mm. and this is not a parable. Yeah. No. No. We are literally the hands and feet of Christ here on earth. Yeah. Christ he's dwells head. in us. He's yeah. the head. He steers us where we want to go. Without the head, of course, the body can't do anything. Um, but for some miraculous reason, God has chosen people to communicate his greatness. Like Jesus came on earth. His main work was done, he said, before the cross. I love, oh, Garrett. He was oh, before man. the cross. My, I love it. I, my work is done. I completed the task that you gave me. So what was his task? It was to train the 12 disciples, disciples to go. so that they could go and share the gospel. Way to go, and, man. And, and so we are still doing the same thing yeah we have some other people have invested in us helped us grow to a position where we can spiritually produce we can make disciples and and that's the method that god has chosen god created the whole universe you could in the clouds every single day write i am god yeah follow me and obey me or else and but he's chosen people to carry that message so that's our responsibility and and the main mechanism through which that happens is not individual bible studies it is not um, missionaries. Mm-hmm. It, it is churches. Yeah. It's the local bodies of Christ. So, yeah. yeah, it was foundational. I, I I was moved to tears during the sermon. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I think it's essential for people to understand, like, yeah. your church is more important than, um, than anything else. Right, yeah. So... And talk about a place to belong. And that, that's what I love is is once you not just not necessarily just belong to a local church, but once you become an engrafted member and part of the household of God, 
in the church, like that's a belonging that lasts for eternity. Mm-hmm. That That's longer than what high school you went to or what college you go to or what career you choose. Like once you, once you become part of the body of Christ, that extends into eternity. So this is ultimate belonging. So the church is just so important. It's the one essential social services is what I mentioned, you know, so yeah. We, we, and and yeah. it's, it's the main area I think where we, uh, talk about the eternal rewards where yeah. we can do a lot of the activities that God promised he would reward in eternity. So yeah. your service that, that you provide to your local church is not, it's going to benefit you in eternity. It's, yeah. it's worthwhile work. Yep. Um, but it's also the vehicle that God is typically choosing to refine us and to yeah. sanctify us because in the church we have to work together with people yep. from all different backgrounds and different different thoughts and sometimes even different doctrines and different personalities, and yet we have to work together. And that can be rough. Iron sharpens iron, and sometimes sparks fly. So, um, But I would encourage anybody, all seven of you that are listening, (laughs) don't let that discourage you from really serving in your local body with with all your heart. And it's it's the best thing you can do with your time. And that's why dead center, I love that that you said that, you know, we have to, like... Iron sharpens irons and sometimes sparks fly. That's why in the dead center of, I have like three pieces of artwork that I look at all day long. One is kind of the five solas of the Reformation. One is the requirements for eldership, but dead center is all the one another's. Like what are we called to do in the New Testament? And one of those is to bear with one another. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. We got to bear? Like I'd much rather not bear. You know, I'd rather have everything go my way in my mm-hmm. little kingdom. And it's like, no, bear with one another in love. And that's, it's a pri- it's one of the primary commands that you see multiple times in the, in the epistles. And so it's like, oh, then, then it's good for me to be around other people, you know, and not just try to exist and in my own little world so yeah and um, realize that the, the hand cannot say to the eye that i don't need you yeah like, we're right. all members of god's body and we're all vitally important yeah. so and that was and that was one of the things I, I pointed out to our people too on sunday was that second corinthians 12 verses 26 and 27 it talks about how we're individually members of one another and we're like mm-hmm. okay that's great that's awesome but the power lies in the verse that precedes that in verse 26 it says if one member suffers all suffer together and if one member rejoices and we all, so it's like, oh, we're in this together. And so I, I painted that picture of like, um, you know, there's an individual in our church that had a rather rough couple of weeks physically and, and, uh, and the church just rallied around that person that knew about the instance. And so, um, and so how, how, how can this person that's going through this have their spouse say, I feel so much peace and incredible love and just trust is like, well, that was because we were all in it with you and you weren't just alone. No. So that's what the church offers. Right. So, and that's where the church is, is the, like you said, the tangible expression, the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus. So it's a privilege to be able to be in this thing just as a member of it, but then to be able to teach and instruct like you did at equipping hour. And like I get to do week in and week out. It's awesome. So, um, Yes, it is. Yeah. So then, and then this next week, we're going to, we got James uh, locked and loaded. We're going to go and talk about, uh, really look at chapter three, verses five through eight, I think it is. Um, and just talk, look at the incredible destructive power that our words can have. Um, and so it's a, it's a heavy hitter sermon. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not, it is filled with truth and fire but also a lot of grace by the end of it. And, and I hope that everybody walks away from there not discouraged, 
but recognize, oh yeah, I do have areas to work on and King Jesus can help me with that. So it's going to be, I hope it's good. So yeah. And the, um, I think it's first two or three in James three, where it says that if you are able to control your tongue, you're, you're a perfect man. Yeah. Yeah. I find the word perfect there unfortunate as mm-hmm. a translation. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It should be mature, mature, mature yeah, because complete, it's, yeah. it's a teleos. Yeah, it's yeah. a Greek word teleos, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which means like, yeah, compure, uh, mature, complete, yeah. kind of reaching an end state of, of what of you're a process. To yeah, yeah. Of a process. And, yeah. and so nobody on this side of eternity will be yeah. perfect except yeah. Jesus. Jesus yeah. was perfect. Every, every single one of us will continue to stumble until yeah. we see him face to face and we will be made like yeah. him. Yeah. Um, as we mature and grow, we should stumble less and less. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if we keep stumbling in the same area, we, we, yeah. we should uh, find help in the Holy Spirit to, yeah. to, by the power of the Spirit, put to death the deeds yeah. of, the, of the body in that regard. Um, but yeah, our speech is fundamental. Christ, yeah. Christ made it very clear that you know, what's in our hearts comes out comes through out. our mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we will have to give account for every, every careless, careless word. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to be a long session. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I do think that by the end of it, I think people are going to be like, okay, I, I have a game plan going forward. So it's going to be good. I'm okay. excited about it. So yeah. we'll see you out on Sunday. Uh, equipping hour this week is a, a corporate prayer time that's going to be led by, I think, Elder Roy um, Berdan. And uh, so that should be good. We hopefully, hopefully come out for that. And then we got the service starting at 1030. So yeah, look forward to it. Garrett, thanks for being on the podcast, man. You can add it to your resume. Yes. Podcast awesome. extraordinaire. Thanks. Thanks for having <laughs> All right, me. Guys. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.